In this bulletin, an Israeli soldier being held hostage by Hamas is released. A New Zealand court reaches a verdict in the case against the owners of Fakiri. And in football, SBS gains exclusive rights to the FIFA World Cup 2026. With the latest SBS News, I'm Kira Hayne. An Israeli soldier who was being held hostage by the Hamas militant group has been released during Israel's ground operation. Meanwhile, militant group Hamas has released a video of three hostages in captivity. The Israeli army has said in a statement that the soldier, Ori Megadish, kidnapped by Hamas on October 7, has successfully been freed. According to the statement, the soldier has undergone clinical examinations and is doing well. It comes as militant group Hamas published a video in which three women hostages appear seated and in captivity on Tuesday. They're calling for Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to negotiate the release of all the hostages. Following the release of the video, the Israeli Prime Minister condemned the images, calling them cruel psychological propaganda. The New South Wales government has announced a breakthrough agreement to address the ongoing critical shortfall in police numbers by paying student police officers while they study. Police say it's an important workforce initiative to encourage more people to take up a career in the state's police force. The incentive is set to start on March 2024 and recruits will receive a total salary of almost $31,000 over the 16-week study period. New South Wales Premier Chris Minn says he's hopeful the incentive will increase the number of police officers in the state. We're falling behind and we're not recruiting enough to keep pace with those that are resigning and retiring from the New South Wales Police Force. We've got to turn it around. So this payment to those studying to become a police officer in New South Wales, we firmly believe and hope will encourage some people to make that commitment. A New Zealand court has found the owners of the Fakiri White Island volcano guilty of violating workplace safety laws on one count. In 2019, 22 people were killed and another 27 injured while visiting the offshore volcano due to high temperatures and volcanic ash. The Auckland District Court has ruled Fakiri Management Limited, the parent company of landowners Andrew James and Peter Buttle, failed to meet its obligations to visitors to the volcano. Justice Evangelos Thomas condemns the failures of safety audits. In each charge, WorkSafe alleges that the failure exposed any individual to a risk of death or serious injury arising from volcanic activity. The charge under Section 37 is proved and WML is convicted. The charge under Section 36 is dismissed. Individual charges against the three brothers were dropped in September. More homes have been destroyed and evacuation orders issued in Queensland amid extreme bushfire conditions. Over 70 fires are raging across the state, with firefighters bracing for very dangerous conditions. The Western Downs fire, which burnt 20,000 hectares in 10 days, has already left one dead and forced hundreds to evacuate. Deputy Commissioner of the Queensland Fire and Emergency Service Mike Wassing says firefighters face severe conditions and has confirmed 46 homes have been destroyed so far. Australian of the Year, Taryn Brumfitt says it's important to encourage body acceptance from a young age in order to change how people feel and interact with their own bodies. Ms Brumfitt also stated she believes social media is one of the many factors that drives body image anxiety. 
She says everybody must play a role to make body positivity a new norm in the society. It is not your life's purpose to be at war with your body. Life is short, life is fleeting. So please don't waste it being at war with your body. And please don't set the young ones up in your life for a lifetime of the same. We weren't born into the world hating our bodies. It's something that we've been taught. For everyone's sake, it's time to unlearn. And in sport, SBS will remain the home of football, with the national broadcaster today confirming it's secured the exclusive rights to the FIFA World Cup 2026. The deal will see SBS, SBS Viceland and SBS On Demand be the home of the world's biggest sporting event, which will be held in June and July of 2026 and feature 104 matches. It comes after FIFA confirmed it will expand the competition to have 48 different national teams compete in the FIFA 2026 World Cup. I'm Kira Hain. This is SBS News.